Let me tell you a story. I knew this guy once, a real ladies' man. But he wound up alone in the end, afraid of getting hurt, heartache. The worst part is he never really saw what he was looking right at. See what I'm saying here? Never. Not really. Hope you never do. But it's not part of me. All right, December the first, uh, CreativeArtsFilmFestival.com. Um, they will be featuring um, my short Nighthawks that did its festival run this year. It's it, it, it's uh, finally going to be online uh, between December the first to the thirty first at CreativeArtsFilmFestival.com as part of their Creative Arts Film Festival 2011 Film Festival. That's, that's a lot of film festivals. Yeah, that's really redundant. Um, so yeah, so that um, everyone that's wondered about that movie and been hearing things about it and wondering uh, what it is and uh, how it plays out, um, please watch it online. For you have the entire month of December to watch it. I think there might be votes for it too. So if you like it, please, I would appreciate votes for it. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it was a labor of love. A lot of hard work went into it. Um, uh, both uh, from uh, the cast and crew and myself. So uh, hopefully you enjoy it. Nighthawks, December 1st, the Creative Arts Film Festival. Check it out at creativeartsfilmfestival.com. There you go. Want to hear more of Totsky's infamous nonsense ranting? How about Tito's smooth and sensible debates? Well, now you can listen to the Wood Buffalo discussions live on your mobile phone or device with Stitcher the mobile app that allows you to listen to this and other great podcasts, news radio shows, or live streams all from the comfort of your hand. With Stitcher, you can listen to your favorite radio programs and podcasts anytime, anywhere you want. You can choose from the latest in news, sports, talk, business, and entertainment from the media industry's premier content providers. It's the easiest way to stay connected to the world while on the go. The latest episode of YMM Podcast is always available for you. No syncing needed and no memory or storage wasted. Available for the iPhone, iPad, Palm Pre, Android device, and BlackBerry. Downloading is easy. Go to Stitcher.com or wherever you download your favorite apps on your mobile device. Stitcher and the YMM Podcast. The smarter way to listen to the issues of the Great White North. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fort Mac. everybody it is Todsky here just gonna do a quick intro into episode 27 uh you're gonna hear us go in depth on the latest uh, edmonton sun article uh looks looks like it was actually a nationwide sun media article 
where it was uh, calling Fort Mac the hooker capital of Canada. Uh, you'll hear us go into details. Uh, Tito had to sit this one out. He was sick. Uh, so no Tito, unfortunately. Um, but we did have uh, Steve Reeve and Teresa from McMurray Musings join me as we go in-depth this article. And uh, we actually go pretty good into it. Uh, you'll hear both Steve Reeve and Teresa are uh, writing some articles for KikiPlanet.com website out of Edmonton. So uh, the objective is we're going to try to change some minds, as we always have been with this podcast. So, But first, you are going to hear Todsky talk with Kevin Smith, uh, writer-director of Clerks, Mallrats, Chase and Amy. Of course, we Red State, we talk about it a lot on this podcast. Um, I actually called into his morning show in L.A. Uh, this past week uh, in the thoughts of we're going to chat about Red State. But instead, actually, we, uh, as you will hear, uh, we chat about Fort McMurray and the podcast and what's going on up this way. So definitely pretty cool stuff. Uh, so you'll hear uh, me chat with Kevin Smith and Jason Muse to start the show. And then we're going to go right into episode 27 with uh, Steve and Teresa. Check it out. Enjoy. Here we go. It's time to start the day with S'mornings on Sir Smodcast Internet Radio. Is this another caller I see? Oh, yeah, it is. We got- Click it on, man. Todd, 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 Todd. Hello, Todd. Todd Hillier, you're on the Smart Ghost Morning Show with me and Jason Muse. Hello, hello. It's Toddski all the way from Fort McMurray, Alberta. That's right, Toddski, yeah. man. Toddski's got a podcast of his own. Tell him what your podcast is called, Toddski. It's the YMM podcast. Uh, basically, it's our, uh, the source for uh, the independent entertainment of uh, northern Alberta, all the way up here in the frozen wasteland. Speaking of northern Alberta, we were talking about our friend Sean lives up there. You guys are past even Edmonton, right? Oh, yeah. We're, uh, we're about 500 kilometers. I don't even know how many miles that is. Uh, way north of Edmonton there. So you guys are almost by what? The fucking Yukon or what is it called? The um, What's above Northwest. you? The Northwest? Yeah, Northwest Territories, yeah. We're, we're like a ways away from that. Uh, kind of just plunked right down, uh, right in the middle part between uh, Edmonton and Yellowknife. Yellowknife, that's it. That's that's kind of like the <laughs> wilderness up there, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, it's not as good as the pussy lanches, but, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nothing is as good as a pussy lanch. Toski, tell them all about your podcast, brother. Uh, basically, uh, we started the podcast because uh, we get kind of a bit of a negative view of our uh, hometown in Fort McMurray. Uh, we got a lot of uh, energy operations up here that called the oil sands, and a lot of people kind of uh, attack us because it's a bit of a transient community. But what I'm trying to prove, along with many other people up here, is that <clears throat> there's a we, a lot of people call this place home. Yeah. So and uh, and uh, some people write blogs. Uh, some people run for mayor, and I do a podcast, <laughs> basically. So, I'm trying to get the trying to get the images spinned around and show that the people care about this place. We call this place home, and there's just lots of stuff to do. Uh, myself and my uh, partner Tito, there we uh, we make well, he makes short films that he just tells me to kind of star in it. <laughs> so, it's, uh, it's some pretty fun stuff, and we just kind of just try to get the message out there to say that. People are up here. We we are proud of where we're from, and it's definitely a good time up here. Now, were, uh, were you the guy that I've met at the backstage at the Orlando show? <laughs> uh, I was hoping you'd forget. Well, that was a much drunker version of you, but you were at the Orlando show, correct? Yes, I was. Yeah, I had a, a couple of days off there, and uh, I always wanted. It's been a while since I hit Florida, and uh, you and uh, 
you and Moe's and Muse were doing this podcast and get old. That's so right, I that was last year. Went down. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. So you flew down for that? Yeah, I just had a couple of days off and I, I went down to check it out. How genius, man. That was, <laughs> what an awesome trip. Did you hang out in Orlando after that for a while? Oh yeah, I was there for like three days. Uh, checked out, uh, checked out your guys' show. Checked out the rides. Checked out the theme parks. Don't remember too much of uh, of that particular night, but <laughs> it was uh, it was a good time nonetheless. So I'm, uh, it definitely had a good time. Now, what are the energy fields of Fort Mac? Are they fracking up there, or is it just oil? It's just all oil sands. It's kind of a, a non-conventional way to take out the oil right out of the sand, and. Uh, it's the mining process that kind of definitely has an impact on the environment, but there's also very much a, a reclamation process. And it, it may look really bad, but when you get right down to it, the, what they do to recover the earth afterwards, it's very much they restore it back to its original shape. So it's a very good process, right? And right. And of it's course, ha- it looks bad, and everyone just uses it as a way to kind of attack the whole town. And you're like, fuck it, man. Hometown pride. Fort Mac forever. <laughs> You gotta defend. You gotta fight for something in your life, right? I fucking hear you, dude. I hear you. We came from a town that everyone called our town shithole. We love our process. Yes, the process (laughs) is justified. Um, In Highlands, we took a lot of shit, particularly being downtowners. Like Highlands took shit from everybody in Monmouth County, and then within Highlands, uh, there was even like differentiation there, or kind of uh, prejudice there between uptown and downtown division, if you will. (laughs) <laughs> but you gotta be proud of where you're from. Oh man, you get, it's, it's absolutely right. You gotta, like I said, you take the stand and you, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, home is where the heart is and you just gotta make it like that, right? Amen, brother. Where can they find the podcast, Totsky? Uh, ymmpodcast.com, uh, that we do it every second Tuesday. And every now and then we throw up, uh, uh, cinephiles too, we call it. It's uh, basically us just chatting about movies and TV. So kind of a two shows in one. Noise, noise. And what, <laughs> you bought the Red State package, the big old fat one, one of them? Oh, yeah, I was gunning for, I wanted to uh, rock uh, John Goodman as ATF for Halloween, but I <laughs> managed to sell out before I can get it. <laughs> the, uh, but no, I picked up uh, the one with the, the poster and the, the card and the, the music, the whole works there. I know, man. No, it was actually, the movie itself was incredible. I went down to see you guys in uh, Orlando and then, Actually, that was in May or March, and then uh, doubled back to L.A. to check out the screening at the Wiltern. You went to the Wiltern show as well. Good God. Yeah. No, it was, uh, there's nothing like sitting there watching Red State with 1,800 people, and it's just, it made the atmosphere that much better, where you, like, John Goodman didn't even get a chance to turn on the bedroom light when everyone started, started cheering and clapping, right? It just gives you goosebumps listening to that. It was. It was such a, a good time, man. That was the, I, I love that screen. It was a nice way to end the tour, too. That was like the last tour date, I believe. Mm-hmm. That was the last stop. What was it, like March or April? April 9th. It was April yeah, 9th, two days after June. April 9th, yeah. Wow. Uh, and it was, a, it was just such a way to watch a movie and uh, went down to the one in Edmonton there in August, too. And uh, it wasn't as quite as loud as the one in L.A., but when they all started laughing at the, the John Goodman joke about how do you secure the uh, all this beautiful land and stick a cross on it, right? And cut the laugh out of the crowd, right? That was awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. That oh, I like the Edmonton show too. God, there was not a bad yeah. screening of that movie. Every time we were there, it was just it was a good time. It was fun. It's just such a way to actually to show a movie. Like it's one thing to go to a theater and, and watch it, 
but the interaction part, I think, is what makes the experience, right? And that's just what made Red State just that much more better. Definitely something you should consider for Hit Somebody. If you do the arena tour like you're talking about, yeah, it's incredible. Uh, that would be, that's the dream, man. We take Hit Somebody to arenas all over the joint. Like once the film's done, we take arena, we do an arena tour of Canada. So you can watch that movie with like, I don't know, 10, 12,000 people. Depending where you are. Or even small rinks. Even if you did like six to 10,000 seaters, that'd be fantastic. But it'd be Just great good. to do it in NHL rinks, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, home of the Oilers, watch it, somebody. Come on, it has destiny written all over it. Oh, God. Oh, don't tease me. <laughs> um, right on, man. Excellent talking to you, Toski. Give him a message, man. Here, the floor is yours. Tell him whatever you want to tell the audience. Go. One of the best concepts you can ever think of is chasing whimsies. And that's what I've been doing with the YMN podcast. That's what you've been doing with all your stuff. It's such a good motto. Definitely, I encourage anyone else to follow it. Also, check me out, ymnpodcast.com. Beautiful, man. Right awesome. on. Thank you, Todd. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? You want to let him say goodbye? Well, no, because if you have to drop the call before they hang up. I understand, so. but oh, he was—you might want him to be like, "Okay, bye." But you were like, "There he's that click." Too quick. I do that. I, t- I always give people the the small print. I say, "Hey, I'm, it's not like I'm hanging up. I'm not cutting you off on purpose." But I have to drop your call before you do. Otherwise, it'll go me, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMM podcast. And as always, I am Totsky. Uh, no Tito today. Uh, he's got the shits. So uh, it's just uh, me and a couple of my uh, good friends. Who we got? Uh, Teresa McMurray Musings. Teresa McMurray Musings. Last episode you were on was. Ages ago, wasn't Ages it? Ago, Ages ago, episode 19. Yep. <laughs> welcome back, welcome back. And of course Thanks. we got... Steve Reeve. Yes, from the Epic uh, Epic Geek Fest. The <laughs> yeah. Geek that was Fest. all over the place. <laughs> really listening to it, I'm like, we had no semblance of organization, whatever. It was just whatever thought came uh, to mind. beauty. It's the YMM Podcast. There's never yeah, any organization, the man. The There's no, no fact-checking. I think this is about as much as we're going to go yep. into actual research, research. here now. So. <laughs> and yeah, no, this is. I actually did some research for this, so I feel pretty proud of myself. Even though, we're, we're proud of you, yeah, too, Steve. I showed up late, but now that, now that Tito's <laughs> not here, research. now that Tito's not here, I feel better because at least I showed up. <laughs> oh, there we go. The challenge is out. Can it be the Wyman Podcast with Totsky and Steve? Who That's knows? okay. That's okay. Always late, but worth the wait. There you go. Yeah. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, we can. There's a couple things. The main reason why I wanted to do this, and I was kind of pushing for it right away, was is actually I just released our last episode when I saw that you posted an article. Tell, take, take me through it. Like, did this, like, no one really saw this coming. Literally, we were just flipping through the pages, and all of a sudden, Fort Mac has a lot of hookers. I actually saw the article on Twitter. Someone had posted a photo of it. Oh, on someone Twitter. else did. Oh, someone I else did. That was you. Nope. That's yeah, how I found out, me. too. Someone it was, it was posted on a Facebook, photo of it on, on Twitter. And, uh, seems to be the same photo it is. that is with the little, it's, like, it's yeah, with finger, yeah. fingernails yes. somewhere in the bottom it's, corner. It's been moving around. Yeah. And uh, as soon as I saw it, of course, it really caught my interest simply because of, of uh, what I do and uh, read it and became a little. Uh, so, for those that irate. are wondering, the, uh, I'm just going to cut in real quick. Uh, the November 22nd Edmonton Sun, big headline Fort Mac drug hooker capital. Um, We've posted the photo. I believe I posted it on the Wyman Podcast Facebook. It's, it's all it's, it's over. spread it's up. Over. If not, I'll, I'll up it again. It's, it's I'd also like to add that it's from Ottawa, and so therefore could be all over Sun Media throughout the entire country, oh. not just Edmonton it Sun. Jessica the, the, Murphy, the journalist, is from Ottawa. Bureau. She's actually an Ottawa journalist. Yeah. 
So I, I don't know if that headline is the same in all printings, but the message could be the same pretty much all over the country, let alone right in our, our backyard. So like, take us, give me a quick uh, summary of the article. Either way, I've read it, but I, it's been, I read it that day. So just give me a quick little rundown. Well, what's most interesting about the article, I thought, is um, <laughs> despite what the title says, which refers to Fort Mac as a drugs hooker capital, the article is actually about financial crime, um, about money laundering fundamentally. Uh, there is a quote in the article where an individual is quoted as calling Fort McMurray a, uh, has become a drug and prostitution capital how that became the headline on an article that was actually about money laundering in northern I, Alberta. I might add a sensationalized, clear. paraphrased <laughs> headline. Yes. It's not the direct quote that's in the headline either. No, it is not. It is not. I mean, they actually <clears throat> use the word prostitution, not hooker. Um, <laughs> and the article is... Well, you got to capture attention, yeah. right? <laughs> well, I've, uh, I've got the quote right here from uh, Matthew McGuire, the director of the Canadian Institute for Financial Crime Analysis. And the guy's decorated with like degree after degree. Yes, he is. Um, he calls it the so-called Fort McMurray effect. Uh, he says, it's become a drug and prostitution capital. And this is the part that I take offense with. At the end of the day, you've got a lot of people working up there with a ton of disposable income and very little else to do. Exactly. Fucking good call, man, because that is a bullshit exactly. statement. Right Absolutely. There. And like the just I got from the article, now correct me if I'm wrong, like I said, it's been a couple of weeks since I read it, was that there's during these financial reports, there's some holes that they're finding. So yes. the only logical assumption they came up with, it must be going towards hookers and blow. Well, but that's that's the assumption this individual yeah, like came up with. That's the just of what the is, article is saying, is, right? Yes, but this is what this individual has said. Mm. There's people from other agencies who have said, we have no evidence to support yeah. that. Um, I have to admit that as soon as I read the article, I uh, emailed Matthew McGuire. You did, Yeah, you did yes. some follow-up. I noticed the email was at the bottom of your blog post. Yeah. Back and forth. <laughs> as well as the, uh, on the author. Issue. Yeah. Um, and... I basically made the point with him that uh, there's a difference between comments that are objective and subjective. And a comment saying that you've got a lot of people working up there with disposable income and very little else to do is a subjective comment. That's Absolutely. an opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is not something you can back up with any sort of statistics. And then I invited him to come and visit me. Uh, so <laughs> and did you I get a response? Well, and he that and I, is... We emailed back and forth. I must admit that when I uh, wrote my blog post and added his email address, he stopped emailing me. I'm not surprised. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I suspect he got some, some emails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. He's probably busy answering I all the other ones. I think he's busy. Um, planning his trip up here this summer. That's what he's doing. Yeah. I hope so. I'd love to have him come and I actually invited Jessica Murphy, who is the, the author of the article, the journalist in question, to do the exact same thing. I said, come on up, and yeah. I'll be your tour guide to Fort Mac. So when like you email these guys, like what is their response? Is their response like, oh, I, my article, I can do what I want? Like What, what do they say? How do they defend themselves? He came back. Um, I, I'm not going to go into the, the, the emails, because I do consider them personal communications. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, he had statistics and... and other stories from other newspapers sort of supporting the concept that we do have uh, crime issues here. Of course, we have crime issues here. Every city has crime issues. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, about money laundering in northern Alberta, which admittedly does appear to be an issue. Yep. Um, to be honest, he didn't address a lot of the other comments in terms of whether or not they were subjective. And mm-hmm. that's fine. Those are his opinions, and he's entitled to his opinions in the same way we are entitled to well, our granted, opinions. Granted, but you think you, if you do an article like this, you can actually say, like, you should state, in my opinion. that, Or at least attribute it to, I don't know, saying something to the effect of, I've heard. Yeah. The rumor is the yeah. sort of general idea of the region states that. The census that. goes or something. Yeah, not that just, it is the drug and hooker capital. 
Yeah. Like that's not no question. No. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And and I'm sure you know he he. There is no doubt. I've. I've been to his website of, of the business that he runs. He knows his financial stuff backwards and forwards. He's obviously a very bright individual. And as I point out in my blog, I think what he doesn't know is Fort McMurray. Mm-hmm. Well, and not many people do, it seems, that are, are making these allegations. It's a pretty unique right? place. And I think that a lot of the rumors, it just takes a long time to sort of spread out uh, uh, throughout the, the country and throughout the world. And... It just seems like we're we're taking the flack for for a lot of things that might have been more prevalent, you know, even five ten years ago at the height of the boom. Yeah, and uh, and that's just a statistic that that will go along with any town that's gone through a boom. I mean, you do see an increase in crime across the board. Yeah. However, nobody's really taking the time to to see the situation as it is now and see all the improvements that have happened uh, for the quality of life for everybody that's living here mm-hmm. and the type of people that choose to call the place home. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I yes, and fucking here here man, excellent. The uh, it seemed like this article though sparked a lot of things within you, Steve. Like uh, well, I got I got uh, I got heated uh, talking about that article in particular, and not just that one, but also the other ones that that you had talked about previously in on the YMM podcast with uh, comments from City Councilor in Edmonton, Kim Kershaw as well, yep. Jeff Angel, the mm-hmm. Chief Communications Officer of Edmonton, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the list goes on. There's been a few other jabs recently, and not that it's anything new, but. Uh, it just it seemed like I, I hit the breaking point. Yeah. Like I just had enough, and I just wanted to get at least something out there. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm writing an article because after I, I went on a rampage on social networking, um, <laughs> Kathleen Smith like in Edmonton, we all do. <laughs> who's got a great new website she just started up uh, called kikiplanet.com, K-I-K-K-I-planet.com, and she just asked me, do you know anybody who would be interested in writing an article about that? And I said, well, I don't really have the time, but I am very interested, so I'm going to make myself have the time. Make the time. And, um, you know, I'm not done the article here, but uh, I do have a little bit, a little bit about it and the thing is that I, f- I feel like I get it the dramatic story it does sell that's why these things are making it into the news headlines and everything it's a preconceived notion about uh, Fort Crack and everything mm-hmm. you know we've got the stigma uh, but uh, you know so who needs to have an ounce of journalistic integrity when right. you know you can sensationalize it and actually sell some papers because you've got an editor breathing down your neck about the bottom line I do get it yeah. but I thought that I would you know if they don't have the time or they don't have the the uh, freedom to go and have some journalistic integrity that I would actually find some quotes from people within Fort McMurray and at least spread the truth a little bit. And when I started doing this article, I was accused by a friend who used to live here, actually, and I was pretty taken aback by it that I was ignoring all of the bad and all of the ugly of Fort McMurray. And I'm, I'm saying that I'm, I will never, ever tell you that Fort McMurray doesn't have its problems Absolutely. and its share of them, for mm. sure. Absolutely. However... So does every other single place on the, on the planet. Well, that's one thing. Like I've always said, like because I get a lot of that flack too. Where like Todd, you're just blindly defending your hometown. You're doing it just to start an argument. You're doing it just to piss me off. Blah 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 blah. I've never said that this is a golden crown jewel. That there's nothing here. Like Absolutely. all these things are fake. No, they're not. They're very real. The point I try to get at is they are no different yeah. than any yeah. other city and in they're any not, other fucking they're product. not slapping you in the face either exactly. you, no exactly like yeah. I, I take pride in walking down mm-hmm. Franklin Avenue at 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock in the morning I don't get propositioned hell I fucking try to find it and don't get propositioned yeah. well and, and what I take pride in is that the fact that yes we do have issues but we're actually addressing our mm, issues absolutely. I, I, I write about not just the great things in our city but uh, I've spent time with the homeless in our city and uh, we have things like the housing first initiative which is putting homeless 
homeless people into homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are doing things about oh, our yeah, issues. Absolutely. So yes, we acknowledge that we have issues, but we also talk about the things we're doing to address those issues. And that's my big problem is nobody seems to be taking the time within the external media to to look at all of the reactions to our problems and all the way the ways that we we come together phenomenally as a community as and as groups and organizations to to better exactly. the condition for for anybody who's affected. Yeah. No, exactly. And like it's, it's you hit the nail right on the head like with that we're actually trying to solve our issues like I've said it before the one argument that I can never go against in regards to Fort Mac issues is traffic. We do have a Absolutely. tremendous traffic problem. But you can actually see us trying to remedy that with your own two eyes just by driving down the street, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And uh, no, and that's one thing. It's the one thing the flack that I get. You know, I like how you mentioned that. Is like, yeah. Oh, you're just ignoring the problems. Well, no, no, they're, they're there. It's just no. they're not as bad as what you think they are. Well, and they're not as bad as the, as uh, is is being perceived. And uh, one of the great comments. Let me just uh, take a second. Yeah, read us some. There, read us some. Uh, yeah, I got a bunch of comments that I collected uh, anonymously, of course, from uh, social media. And one thing was from. Uh, a friend of mine who who actually did a little bit of time working at some of the camps here. Uh, this is this is her full quote. She said, "I worked in Conklin for two years. I heard stories like that all the time. Hookers, crack, whatever. These stories are just repeated as common knowledge. Yep. And it makes for a more interesting story. People embellish. They like to feel important. Before I went to work at a camp, everyone was warning me of the dangers. And uh, I have to say, ninety percent of the guys staying at our lodge were gentlemen. No more drugs drugs than you would find at a high school, and zero hookers. <laughs> I know that Conklin isn't Fort." But I think there's a general myth about camp life and northern Alberta Absolutely. as a whole. It is, and good, yeah, good call. Well, it's it's that uh, last week we talked about. Uh, I ran the uh, the three stories that uh, Glow Edmonton did. Uh, I ran them back to back, and I commented on one of my friends on her Facebook said she lives in Calgary now. It was just like, well, it's interesting to see a positive story about Fort Mac. I guess the reporter never spent any time there. And of course, I just jump right in because I'm like, that is such a bullshit fucking comment. I just about jump into the microphone on that one. Uh, Who is yeah. shit? The, it resulted in a hundred comment Facebook fucking argument. But it was funny because I was just going on with my normal stuff, and a, a few a few other people up here that actually defend this town jumped in and started defending it as yes. well. And one of the comments I got back from one of the negative people was just like, "Why are you guys defending this? I thought everyone just hated Fort Mac." And I, that's the kind of perception that I think I actually breathe. It's, it's not even like that's there's there's uh, that doesn't seem like there's any reason to hate. Like it's just mm. like oh, I thought we we're all just supposed to blindly not like Fort McMurray, like that kid that nobody likes on the playground. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, it seems like that's the type of why. It's just yeah. like you mentioned common knowledge, and it's like well, it's just common knowledge that everyone hates living in Fort well, Mac. And and we have a city of how many thousands of people? We're all going to hate it here. Mm. Everybody has a different story of oh. this city and and how they feel about it. Yeah, I think according to the, I was just looking at the the population as well because I was trying to I I with this article that I'm trying to finish writing, I don't want to attack any other town. And, and mm-hmm. you say like, whoa, well, we got our problems, but look at them down in exactly. Edmonton. Look at them down in Calgary. But I was just trying to see the difference in population, and uh, I think we're we're just over ninety thousand people, uh, including uh, non permanent residents, yeah. according to the oh, last I thought census. It was over hundred shadow population. I thought the shadow was made it over hundred. Um, I think that that doesn't count camp. Oh, yes. camp workers. Oh, okay. You're right. Once but you count camp workers, we're over hundred. Once you yeah. count camp workers, oh, we're right. absolutely okay. over a hundred thousand. Yeah. But Prior, before that, uh, with with permanent and non permanent residents, yeah. you've got okay. just about ninety two thousand. That's not small. <laughs> no. no, hell, I moved here in what was it ninety three, and we were probably hovering forty or fifty. Yeah, around there, and like that's within less than twenty years, you almost double. Yeah, yeah. wow. 
That's that, that's an amazing stat in itself, and, right? And that's for the regional municipality of Wood Buffalo, I might yeah. add too. That's not even just for Fort McMurray itself. Yeah. Yes, that's like right. That's we're we're a big area. We got a lot of people out here, and it's a lot more people coming. Like uh, like the one thing that I think I've made a point with this podcast is yes, you come up here for the work. I don't think there's a question about that. Yeah, but this isn't this town. There's not many people in this town that's going to come specifically for the arts community or specifically for oh hey that town's awesome. I want to move there just because Canada does amazing work. Right? You seem like you disagree. Well, no, it's not that I disagree. It's just that. Um I'm not going to say how old I am, but every place I've ever gone, I've moved to because of a job. <laughs> well, no, yeah. no, exactly. And I always right? move to a place and because of work or a job. Yeah, yeah. that's where you, why you go, but mm. you find other things there. You make it your absolutely, home. absolutely, and, and that's just it. There are the other things here, and mm. uh, like I, I, it is true. People come here for work; they come here for the job. But I like to maybe it's just the radio guy in me. I like to make sure things sound right, but I like to say opportunity. <laughs> <Yes>. Like <laughs> that sounds and like a politician is, or something. But, <laughs> but it's not just the work, but it's the the opportunity to not just make that money and and uh, maybe send it back to the family or start making a nest egg or whatever, but it's yeah. the opportunity to do whatever you want here in Fort McMurray and enjoy living here. Because there's huge potential in this community exactly. to and do it's, so many. This this podcast things. is a testament to that. You want to do something, do it yourself because you can here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My blog is exactly the same thing. Yeah, Chasing, exactly. It Chasing shows whimsies, the potential. Right? In Chasing whimsies. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like it, you can do that in this town. It's like the, your word is perfect. The opportunity to do it mm-hmm. the uh, I was actually on uh, Kevin Smith's uh, radio show there two days ago and uh, I was going to go on just because we were going to talk Red State but he didn't seem like he wanted to talk Red State he wanted to more focus on what this podcast was about and he awesome. wanted to know more about the area I'm actually going to input it into this episode too so you guys will be able to hear I it I can't wait to hear that the, um, but it was actually really cool because he, he was relating to the fact that how you try to make a podcast because you want to make a difference in changing the perception of your community. Like he grew up in New Jersey Highlands and he said it's the same thing. Yep. Everyone would call it the shithole of uh, the, east, mm-hmm. the Eastern Seaboard, right? So it, it's it's not just a Fort McMurray battle. I think it's just people are defending their home. Like it, it's it's We're defending where we live. We're defending how we live. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Like it, it's not just I'm not going to throw on a cape and yep. defend Fort Mac just because yep. everyone else hates it. No, I'm defending because A, what you're saying is not true to a certain perspective. It's it's not yeah. as bad as what you're yeah. saying. And B, I live here. This is where I'm proud to call home. I'm doing things that I probably could never do or wouldn't in like Edmonton or Calgary or Vancouver or anything like that, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And to me, like that's an incredible, incredible. And it's, it's not just people in Fort McMurray who feel this way. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had the chance to meet with uh, an American journalist who's up in Fort McMurray. Uh, There's been a been lot here of that for, lately. There has been. He's been up here for three months. Which excites on me a, and worries me. Well, <laughs> yeah. it does. He'd been up here for three months working on an article about Fort McMurray, and he asked if he could meet with me. And while he and I were talking, he told me that his hometown is Laramie, Wyoming, which is probably most famous for the Matthew Shepard case. Yeah. And if you're familiar with that, What's that, he was a young man, a young gay uh, man, who was brutally murdered in Laramie, brutally, horribly left tied to a fence post to die. Oh, wow. And this young man, this young journalist I met said, you know, it's really tough when I tell people I'm from Laramie, and that's always the first thing they think of. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, there's a lot more to Laramie than just Than a murder that, that happened however yeah. many murder. years ago. The, uh, and I thought that's exactly it. We all feel that way about our hometown. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Where's... Hmm. I can't believe I've never heard about that. Before. Actually, the uh, the Keanu students last year they uh, put on a production called the Laramie Project yeah. under under Misha Barton's tutelage. That was all about that story, but it was about. Uh, Maybe I thought it was about it was cigarettes. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what it sounds like. How do we make a better taste yeah. of a cigarette? <laughs> 
<laughs> the Laramie Project. Smooth yeah. no, Laramie. It was a fantastic uh, uh, production, and kudos to all the, the students Hell that were yeah. involved in that one. And yeah. Um, yeah, they sort of, uh, the, the, the play itself sort of took a look at the, the time when it happened immediately after, and then taking a look back sort of retrospectively about how people feel about it from within and without the community. Mm. Oh, excellent, man. The um, But I meant to ask Nolan this. He was up doing a set of files there a couple, or a couple days ago. GQ. What brings GQ all the way up here? Gentlemen Quarterly. I'm really... Well, I don't think they were talking about fashion. I, <laughs> no, I don't think so either. <laughs> I hate to when say that. When you're ripping apart the earth uh, and there's oil sands, you got to look good in these coveralls. This really coming to do a lot of fashion photography. Oil sand chic. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a whole different style. Yeah. Like Derek Zoolander in the mind. <laughs> whole different style. I don't know Make what the slant hat, of their article good. was or what yeah. they were writing about in particular, but I'll be interested to see it. I mean, I'd be, I'm going to be very interested to see all of these articles. Absolutely. Um, it's funny that uh, all these uh, different publications are now kind of descending on Fort McMurray. And I'm glad to hear that you said that a reporter was spending three months here. Yes. Because it, that's what you need to do, is spend an extended amount of time. Instead of just, for a week, instead of just camping out chill, outside yeah. of Diggers for, for a Saturday <laughs> night, <laughs> and, and you've got your story. Oh, my actually, God. And I talked about that. Yeah. I, when he contacted me to say ask if I would speak to him, I said, you know, if you'd said you were here for two days, I would have said no. Yeah. But I said, you know, you've been here long enough to have escaped the Diggers effect. Exactly. So, therefore, I will speak well, to you. And I'll, I'll give these journalists credit, too because it's no longer like a person from Al Jazeera English coming up here for a couple of days not talking to any local residents yes. but just going around mm-hmm. going look at that look at that look at that no like actually maybe haul some people off the street and just be like what do you think about this place or, or is this yeah. true like I saw someone giving drugs there oh that never usually happens blah 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 right just I'll give them credit like that because that, maybe that's proper journalism. I don't know. I never really studied uh, this stuff. Y- but. Research is usually proper journalism. It, it kind of goes well, hand in hand. So yeah, yes. Fair enough. Objective <laughs> facts truth these are all things thing. that I'm not familiar with to be <laughs> honest with you crazy talk <laughs> oh that's cool what else you got for your article well Robert? I uh, one of the things that give us uh, a sneak peek <laughs> one of the things that has been uh, bothering me about all the negative press and everything is just that it's just it seems like it, it's it's attack journalism and uh, people aren't really coming here to get to know the region uh, I mean I'll give kudos to anybody that even shows up in Fort McMurray to write a story about Fort McMurray. But then, you know, you get those people that are only here for a couple days and they're they're gone again. I like to hear that people are actually spending time here. Mm. Um, But uh, one of the big things that people will say is just that there's nothing to do. You know, there's absolutely (laughs) nothing to do here. That's why people turn to the alcohol, the drugs, the hookers, whatever. And uh, and that's, uh, you know, sometimes you try to defend it and say, well, you know, it's it's not that bad. Uh, You know, places, okay, like Edmonton or Calgary, they've got the same problems. And then people will turn to you and say, well, per capita, (laughs) per capita, you've got all the problems of a big city in a small town, blah, 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 blah. And you know what? There was a time where I've said the same thing before, before, you know, I was even finished high school. But, um, One thing that I'd like to note is I, I got to talk to a bunch of people in the community, especially I tried to focus on the not-for-profit sector, and uh, Lauren cutler McEachern, she's Community Relations Director at the United Way in Fort McMurray. Okay, she's yeah. been here for about four years, uh, and uh, this is what she had to say about just that, how, how per capita we've got the most problems, we spend the most <laughs> money on all this legal stuff. She says, we raised the highest per capita donations, including 2010, for the last five years across any United Way across the country. Yep. And the reason that we're able to do that is because we literally have thousands of people who come together in workplace campaigns and volunteer their time for campaigns for the United Way. And then we have thousands and thousands of donors. I think that's amazing. And it says a lot about our community and a lot about the type of people who choose to stay and choose to call this home. Fuck yes. Well, look at the what's the, the food drive is going on right now yes. for the yeah, last food bank days. is killing it. Absolutely. Yep. Man, like, and it's absolutely incredible of what it's going through right now. Like, 
I do take very serious pride in the most giving place in all of the country, right? I absolutely right? Like do. the most giving I mean, community. You go to these single evening events that will raise over half a million mm-hmm. dollars Did in United Way, hours. eight million. Is that what their, what was their actual uh, goal this year? I think that their seven, goal was seven million. And seven point six yeah. million, I yeah, think. Yeah, so okay. yeah, eight million. I know they've reached it because I remember like they killed it last year during the, mm-hmm. when yes. they did the announcement over the Northern Classic where I think their goal was four, but they ended up hitting like yeah. 6.3. 6. Like, like that's blowing it off the roof. Right? I, I grew up here and I remember seeing those thermometers yeah. on the side yes. of the road like yes. back when I was single digit age yeah. back before the big boom and everything back yeah. when we were a population of maybe 30,000 yeah. and it would take forever to climb up and that's natural we only yeah. had so many people here yeah. but now you see those thermometers they hardly even have time to get them up before they're full yeah, yeah. that's no, ridiculous exactly. but it's great it, it is and like the like the food bank drive with that corporate challenge like it, it's it was absolutely incredible and I don't know it's it's the most giving place in Canada I don't think that's something to strive like to snuff at like that's an absolute incredible it, incredible statistic and absolutely is. incredible and prideful I'm going to tell Melissa Blake at the thing tomorrow that should be on our license plates absolutely <laughs> <laughs> well I think you look at things like the food bank drive as well and all of those people out there in those trucks this weekend collecting absolutely. food are volunteers yeah, yeah, so they're not just giving money people are giving their time, time to and, these uh, yeah I'm glad that you brought that up because the volunteer uh, community in this town is huge Very and strong. vibrant and uh, through all different demographics of people yes. all giving their time to whatever cause that they believe in and um, I, I had written a blog uh, I think about a year ago uh, after uh, dealing with a couple of friends that were constantly trying to uh, mack on the honeys at the bar <laughs> and I just I got fed up with it and I was like you don't you just don't meet girls at the bar unless you're interested in one thing yeah. okay like if that's where you're interested go for it but I was like if you want to meet girls in this town and a lot of people talk to the fact that there's more men than women here which was more true a few years ago yeah. and now seems to be evening out uh, but there's so many different places and one of the huge things in Fort McMurray that you need to start doing if you want to meet women, quality women, volunteer somewhere. Absolutely. Get into volunteering. <laughs> I agree. Or no, go, or kudos. Go to some of these Whether you care events. or not. <laughs> yeah. just, volunteer. just volunteer. And that's how you do the pickup line is, hey, baby, I volunteered at the food bank this year. <laughs> <laughs> I can't feel my hands because I've been sitting at the bike store. Yeah, exactly. I did <laughs> 40 hours this truck. month. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, instead of showing off your pay stub, you got to show off your volunteer hours. That's, uh, that's what will get the ladies. Well, no, and it, it's like... You mentioned that, and all jokes aside, like it shows that you care for something. Like you know yeah, what I mean. Like it true. shows that you have a point and you have a purpose. It's not just like, oh, I go to the bar, I go to the gym, mm-hmm. fuck, and, and I drink and I fuck. Like no, and, well, and I you hear have that, some substance to you. Right? I hear from people that do call this place home that have been here for you know a number of years who mm-hmm. think that still that's all that uh, there is to do. And uh, to quote Nolan Hawkness, I, I believe he said it uh, on his show or, or maybe in an article for the Today. Uh, no, actually, might have even been his title for the article for the Today was. If you think there's nothing to do in Fort McMurray, you're just not looking. And, and, and I agree. It's absolutely 100% accurate. I agree. Because there's, there's tons of stuff to do. Now, you, trying to compare it to a place like Edmonton, yeah, it's kind of a lopsided argument because we do the exact same things as what Edmonton does. Maybe just we can't do it more frequently. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like our film nights and stuff like that, like yes. they have that on a weekly basis in Edmonton. And I would love to do that on a weekly yeah. basis up here. But the, we do still have them. And there's plenty of other, sh- other shit to do, right? Yeah. Like instead of just one particular thing, right? Well, like, and I mean, we've always had our, our flagships, too. I mean, we've always had events with Buffalo putting on interplay mm-hmm, and yeah. the various parades and things, but mm-hmm. now it's like it's you can't get away from events with Buffalo, which is a good thing, plus the yeah. uh, the Keanu College and the Keanu Theater, they've got shows, yep. not just for their four-play drama series every year, but they've got, they got various more. shows Studio 99, all the throughout stuff. the entire Absolutely. year. And there's new stuff coming all the time. I was just <clears> at the grand opening of Holy Trinity's, uh, the Suncor yes. uh, Energy Center for the Performing Arts, 
and there are some incredibly exciting things going mm-hmm. on there. We're going to be having Fort McMurray's first TEDx conference. In yeah. the yes, that excites me so much. Yeah. TED Talks in too. Fort Mac. We're yeah. going to, they're going to be doing showings of live from the Met Opera. Opera in Fort McMurray, people. I yeah. think there's new things coming all the time mm-hmm. for people to do. People who have a wide range of f- interests from TEDx to opera. Well, and it goes back to the opportunity sector, like, or opportunity sector. The fuck does that come from? <laughs> the opportunity <laughs> word that you used before. Like, okay, say you're not into whatever we have yeah. to offer. Like, you're not into this. If you have an idea, go and do it. Yeah. Exactly. Like, uh, just, just start, go and just pursue, start, like, start just something. Start, like, like, start you, talking to people. You want to have a pottery community. class? I'm sure if there's not one now, which I'm sure there is, go make one. I'm you sure there, start there, a club, there, a there is a pottery group, club. Anything. Yeah, there's a bird watching club. Absolutely. There's, uh, you, know, there's there's a, you just have there's to look. A, there's a cricket club. There's guys <laughs> who play cricket in the summer in yeah. Fort Mac. Mm-hmm. I and, mean, uh, sports is really exploding here too. Absolutely. I mean, whatever, whatever level you want to be at, whether you want to be an oil baron or you want to just play on the weekend, facilities are exploding all over town. Big news was the, I believe uh, someone said it. I'm, I want to point to you because I think you were there at that thing at Cano Recital about the redevelopment of downtown. Yes, at the, the city The person that's direction. designing yep. that, that Mac Island yes, baseball Toronto. diamond was Safeco Field on the Air Canada Center. Yep. That's huge. Mm-hmm. That's huge. That's This is not some Mickey Mouse fucking ball diamond shit. This is a guy that does stadiums. The, the, exactly. And, and the um, the person that they have doing the, uh, the developmental work on the city center uh, revitalization plan is someone who's been involved in things like Canary Wharf in London. Uh, yes. These are big names in these industries mm-hmm. who are coming in to do work in our community. Once again, the opportunity is there for Fort Mac to bring in some high name people, not just. I don't yeah. want to put in anything. I don't want to call anyone Mickey Mouse, but I'm just saying, like, this is high class people. This isn't just your typical. It's high no. quality. High it's quality. High quality yeah. people right. that are coming that in the, to do I, this work. I think that there's two aspects of people in Fort McMurray where, I mean, we, we, we're now starting to see all these amazing things, like facilities like McDonald Island Park, and like you said, the Ball Diamond there. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited for that. I, mean, I can't wait for arena. a protein. Yeah, exactly. Redevelopment all over town, new facilities, new schools with state of the art educational yes. tools. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard that the, I believe, at Holy Trinity High School, their football field looks like something from Friday Night Lights. Like, it's beautiful. You haven't yeah. seen it? it I haven't, I haven't seen it with oh, my eyes yet. It's down in. Oh, it's, it's nice. But at the same time, people of Fort McMurray, we we have been uh, doing with what we've got for the long time. So I, I don't know. I think there's something to be said for that, too. I mean, we there, people talk about the money in Fort McMurray like that's all that we care about. And uh, it's nice to see that we're getting all these you know social infrastructure yeah. things happening now. But also, we're, we're the type of town where I was just in, the, in an office the other day for a business, very big business. And... Literally, their monitors were stacked up on top of uh, <laughs> uh, packages of printer paper. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, we just do what we need to do to get the jobs done here. Not every single office has diamond-studded phone right. lines. We're, res- yeah. like it's, we're resourceful. Yeah. What we we're are. resourceful. We're hardy <laughs> folk, and we <laughs> take care of what we need to get done. Exactly. And yeah, there's some money floating around, yeah. but uh, there are also working poor here. Yeah. People with jobs that can pay them into the six digits who still can't make ends meet because there is a high cost of living. Exactly. exactly. No, and then, like I said, we're not going to ignore the problems. We're not going to tell you that it's... It's, it's it's fucking uh, lollipops and rainbows. The high cost of living is a major issue, right? Mm-hmm. Like yep. what I pay for a mortgage uh, for my first house I've ever owned would probably make some people go unconscious, like it did to me the first time that I <laughs> yeah. put it. Right? I like, think it does to everybody. Like, I want a house where? What? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Yeah. <laughs> You're kidding. Why'd you add these other zeros here? Like re- I, I don't read real estate pages from other cities because it yeah. makes me twitchy. <laughs> 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 I know what I pay for my house. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. The um. No, but no, it's it's all it's all interesting stuff, right? Like that that article, I think, was just shocking. I always thought you were the one that found it just by scrolling through the paper. I'm kind of curious where 
where the end of the thing came from, but I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Uh, definitely a bullshit article. I think everyone, I think we've proven that over and over again, that mm-hmm. it's, perception isn't necessarily reality, right? No. Exactly. It's just that it is, I think, for a lot of people outside of town. I mean, we, we here, we're living here, and we get the reaction, everyone rallies together. Oh, yeah, this is bullshit. This guy doesn't know a thing about Fort McMurray. Yet, like I said, like my uh, friend had commented, it is repeated elsewhere as common knowledge. Yeah. This, people reading this in Toronto might be going, oh, yeah, that black eye of Fort McMurray, oh, problems from Fort Mac, jeez. Yeah. Oh, the thing that I, I don't have uh, direct quotes, but the thing that almost everybody that I talked to about this article and about their perception of Fort McMurray repeated, especially from Councillor Mike Allen and from Mayor Melissa Blake was, if you if you feel this way about the region, the doors are open. You are mm-hmm. invited to come on and f- find out for yourself. So if anybody's listening to this podcast from without Fort McMurray, have your perceptions, you've heard the rumors, come come visit. Exactly. It's, it's beautiful in winter. It might be cold, bundle up, but it's gorgeous. see it for yourself. But even like, like, what do we got? We got winter play coming up. Winter yep. play is our big one yep. for, for yep. the like, winter play, like, Come like if you're looking for a, a specific time to come up, we got many of festivals to check this out, mm-hmm. right? And like even come in on during a, a place that nothing's happening, we can show you. Come and I will see happily it and take anyone around. You can sleep in my couch. You can come on the podcast. There's will, an open invitation. I will always offer to be a tour guide and uh, come up and form your own impressions, exactly. make your own opinions. Yes, yeah. and come come with with uh, your mind ready to be open. Mm. Yeah, don't come in with a negative perception because it's good. Yeah. that's very hard. Well, to if you come in looking for negatives, you'll find them. Yeah, oh, I mean, absolutely. That's, that's, you have to come in being prepared to be neutral and, exactly. and, and see what you what you happens when you yeah. do that. If you come in with a negative perception, it's it's as I said, it's it's the digger effect. If you want to come in and go to the skankiest bar in you town, you will find it. You yeah. will find. Yeah, but <laughs> what you you're can find the for. skankiest bar in town <laughs> in any town. I can do that in any city <laughs> yeah, in exactly. Canada. <laughs> Jeez, I seem to find the skankiest bar every place I go to. The, uh, Shocking. You mentioned the website. <laughs> you mentioned the website, uh, Kiki Planet. Yeah, okay, Kiki I've, Planet. I've heard this a couple times in the last couple of weeks. What's, what's this all about? Um, it's uh, Kathleen Smith. She started it, and uh, really what she wanted to do is focus on uh, people in the community, particularly young people. She told me between the ages of about 20 and 35 that are uh, involved in whether it be volunteering their time or, or helping out with a charitable organization or something, or even just doing something in their own way to better the community people who really care about um you know bettering where they live in edmonton which i mean you don't even really hear about too many problems i mean if you want to comment on the the homicide rate this year which i I think is pretty anomalous yeah then uh, yeah you can point to that people are calling it edmonton and all that but no i think that it's edmonton is still a great place to live and that's why she kind of reached out to me she's like you're trying to do for Edmund or for Fort McMurray, what I'm trying to do for Edmonton. Edmonton, and so like we'd like to bridge the gap and like to show a few people in Capital City yeah. what it's yeah. really like. Yeah, yeah. no, and uh, so you got an article going up with them. I believe you do too. I sh- do as well. Oh, yeah, Actually, excellent. I believe my article should be going live on her website tomorrow. Yeah, so, I think mine uh, is I'm too. A so guest blogger. Excellent. So uh, by the time her. the podcast is on, yeah, yeah. this comes yeah. out Tuesday. Ours should so. be both yeah. up. Kathleen contacted me and, and said basically the same thing. She asked if I would sort of uh, write something that answers some of the comments that have come out of Edmonton mm-hmm. uh, and talk about some of the positive things going on in Fort McMurray because she knows what I do here and uh, she and I have, have become very friendly and I have a great deal of respect for what she's doing in Edmonton. Absolutely. Um, like so to, I, was, I was thrilled I like to, to, have to a chat with her maybe her website. Bring her on the podcast or something. She's all over Twitter. Yeah, she, she is. Do it up. She I probably is. talk to her all the time. I just can't put a face to the name. She's like, a great typical. lady. Mm-hmm. She's great. I, I just remember seeing Kiki Planet lately a lot lately so I've been trying to 
Interesting. Um, Keep going. You got anything else for that article or what? Uh, well, I have tons of uh, tons of quotes, tons of comments. Uh, we really anything uh, bad, like anything completely out of left field. Okay, yeah. No, I can get to some of the some of those perceptions, so that, sort of the negative perceptions about the town, like Fort Myers got the three eyed fish or something. We've got. Uh, uh, okay, let me just find the right one here. Um, I've never been to Fort Mac. I've heard things like uh, there are way more men in Fort Mac than women. So let's say that there's a woman who works at those camps. They are kind of outnumbered, hence the title Rig Pig. But I've also yeah. heard that it's a kind of typical small town, so not much to do but go to the casino, drink, do drugs, etc. Yeah, but like even like w- even a woman in camp, like I'd like to get more perspe- uh, perspective on uh, like camp life, like from a, a woman's perspective. Like, I don't think they're being cornered like in the fucking kitchen no. and no. pushed around. You, like the biggest complaint I've heard from from friends, uh, females that have worked in camp, is just they're just like men are stinky. Yep, <laughs> they 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 don't have the same it's hygiene like that we do. It's like living with a bunch do. of brothers like, who all smell yeah. bad. Well, That's there's what always going to be the, the creepy Most of them guy, are married right? like, and are just trying to raise some money to send back to the family, exactly. whether it's in town or across country. Yeah. Most of them, they already have their home life. They're literally just there to work and make work. some bucks. Here's what you got to do for the blog, Trees. You got to live in camp for a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not going to go down well with the family, Todd. <laughs> i got to tell you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know a few people, actually, that, uh, that might uh, jump on the podcast and g- give me a bit of perspective there. Like, I, I've done my camp time. I didn't like it. I've only done it for two weeks. I'll, I vowed I'd never do it again. I, wherever I work. I need to be in my bed that mm-hmm. night, regardless of how much I work or whatever. I just don't like it. I, I don't like being confined. I don't like... I, I like having the choice to do whatever I want to do if I, if I choose to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like half the yeah. time. Yeah, it is a lot of just work and sleep. But if I want to go home after work and go see a movie or go somewhere for supper or do a podcast, I want that to be my option. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, oh, shit, I'm stuck here for seven days or two weeks, right? Like, that's why I've always exactly. said... Exactly, and I don't think camp life is ne- necessarily an easy life. I mean, I'm no, sure it no. can be boring, and I'm yeah. sure that sometimes it's it's annoying to be stuck mm. somewhere or to feel stuck somewhere. Yeah. Um, and that's so why I'm they not, give tax I'd, benefits. I'd never say, exactly, yeah. I'd never say that that's an easy life. However, I don't think it's necessarily as horrible as the perception is or that some people have heard. I think that you could liken it to just roommates, like you said, or living with a bunch of brothers. Like It's all the same problems that you would have living in close proximity with some strangers that uh, you you were with all day long, whether you're working or or, relaxing at the end of the day. And so you're just going to have those same problems of just people kind of button heads. Exactly. I wrote a blog about my perception on Fly and Fly Out just because I've always... Uh, there was one guy in particular that I've always gotten pissed off with, and the only reason why I was fought back with him about camp life is because he was always the one that was walking around. Oh, I live in camp. I'm I'm king shit. If you like camp and it suits your family life, more power to you, man. Right on. It isn't an easy life. I'm sure it's very difficult, but if that's what you choose to do, that's what you choose to do. It's the people that go. Well, Fort Mac is so shitty. I and I. I I have camp room here and it's much better. That's where I'm going to go step in and just be like, "Hey, whoa, 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 hold on. You're doing you're saying this just because you hate Fort McMurray and it's much easier to live in camp?" Well, no, this is where I'm going to start fighting you on, right? And mm-hmm. I, to me, like I said, it's just my personal opinion. I can never do camp and nor will I ever do it again. I'm not sitting there saying that it's the worst thing in the world. It's not. I'm sure some people absolutely love it having your meals paid for, having access to a, a like beautiful gym. I'm sure they're all fucking up to snuff. What well, you see in one camp, I'm sure you've seen most of them, right? But it's the people that try to peacock around saying, oh, I live in camp. I'm, this is much better life than living in Fort Mac. Uh, I'm going to squash you back on that one, right? Because <laughs> you're full of shit. But yeah, anyways, so that's, we, I'm, I wrote a blog about it. If anyone wants to check it out, it's com slash blogs. And you'll see it on the list of uh, whatever the hell I wrote on there since then. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's one guy in particular that always 
because he used to live up here and then he switched to uh, to uh, the fly and fly out up where the company i work and just every day every comments like i'd be like oh axe on the highway slow going today or something like that oh my i had to walk five minutes and i got to work and it just got annoying <laughs> and fucking i'm like oh, shut up <laughs> yeah that's where my that's where mine stems from really like i said no research at all i just fuck out and start attacking him usually very personally <laughs> well and well that's all my oh, research yeah, well, was for this article is just trying to get people's personal perspectives mm. on it um I had one person tell me, uh, sent me a message, and uh, she said a few things. Uh, so I think she used to live here for a little while, um, saying that she likes some of the things that they're doing, like with Mac Island and traffic issues. Uh, but none of that offsets the feeling of the place. The illegal activities up there are just too much, and the people who are just there for the money are more than enough to drown the good people out. And that's just a personal perspective, but I, I have to challenge that. Like I completely disagree. And um, one, another person Ooh, that I talked to... Uh, she actually doesn't live here anymore. She she transplanted back to Newfoundland. But Stephanie Power used to be, uh, she was for about a year and a half, the former annual giving officer with the Northern Lights Health Foundation, which for anybody who doesn't know, raises funds for our hospital, Northern mm-hmm. Lights Regional Health Center. She said, uh, with the NLHF, we always let the community know what their money was for, how it was spent. And if you came to the Northern Lights Regional Health Center and needed treatment or something along those lines, the equipment was there. We made amazing leaps and bounds in the time that I was there about the service and the quality of care that we were able to provide. Because people were doma- donating money so gener- generously to us, and I have never seen or lived anywhere in my life that was like that. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't say. I don't think. I mean, it's a personal opinion, but I don't think you can say that all the negative, all the illegal, does drown out the good when you've got facts yeah. like that. Well, it's it's a contrast. It's definitely a comparable contrast, yeah. right? But I think she does have the first one you read had a point. There's a lot of negative norms around here that like literally just miserable walking around saying, "But how much is town shitty?" and Blah 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 blah, and they're there. Like I, I've, mm-hmm. I've seen them first. And I'm like, why are you still here then? Like, I, okay, I understand that you're here to work and blah blah blah. Like, why do you? Why would you be here for yeah. 20 years? Absolutely hating this place. When in reality, you got exactly. two trucks, a, a quad, a yeah. house, family, exactly. kids are fucking educated. You know what I mean? It's like, just letting that stigma live inside yourself. Well, and, I mean, and life is too short to be miserable. Exactly. If you're miserable here, go find someplace to be happy. Maybe you won't make as much money, yeah. but be happy somewhere and don't be miserable here. Yeah. yeah. And whatever the extenuating circumstances are, whether you plan to be here four years and you're here 20 and you feel like that's just, you know, been way too long, just if you're going to be in a place for more than a couple of years, you don't have an immediate escape plan, invest yourself into the community a little yes. bit. And I don't mean with your money, but I mean with your time and your energy. Exactly. You know, get involved in something and your perception is going to change. It's yep. very easy. Even to s- just a little bit. Very easy yep. to sit in your couch and say how miserable this fucking exactly. town is. Exactly. Yet go down well, to a, a festival of trees or, or the yep. trade show, talk with people, just chat with some people. Mm-hmm. Negativity. Sit down in Coco Joe's and just kind of exactly. look around. Like me. There you go. Negativity feeds on itself. Yeah. And it, it, it's contagious. Negativity is contagious. It feeds on itself, but so does positivity. When mm-hmm. You actually go out into the community and you start doing positive things in the community. It's amazing what it gives back to you and how that just becomes a contagious feeling in your life. And you spread that positivity to other people. Mm -hmm. Very true. Very true. Another argument that I've heard from people is just that with the the long shifts that people work out at the the sites, uh, is that they don't have time. They don't have the extra time to go to the gym, better themselves, get involved in volunteering and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I, I do think that's that it does cut into your time a lot but if you really want to be involved you you can make the time yeah there are days off where no there is i'm testament to that like i work 12 hours a day and on a seven to seven schedule and i i work pretty far out it's like my work day is a 16 hour work day Mm -hmm. it's simple as that 
there's times where you won't see me tweet or talk or anything like that because those are the days that I'm just not doing anything. But exactly. there's also days where I want to do something. I won't go to sleep until midnight and I'll run on four hours sleep. Why? Just because that's what I choose to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, if you choose just to work your 24 and 4 and, and don't have time to do anything, I'll, I'll agree. Yeah, you don't have time to do anything because it is tough. Yeah, you don't sit there and hate on the Don't sit there and hate on the town. Just because, oh, well, this town sucks because there's nothing to do. Just because, A, you don't have time to do it. No, it's out there. It's possible to do. And mm-hmm. other people are doing it. The point Absolutely. Is there's lots of people Grab a Red Bull and it. get out there and fucking <laughs> get out there that minus 20 and shovel someone's driveway or something. <laughs> For sure. For sure. The uh, No, it's all good stuff, guys. It's all good stuff. What else? Anything else? Um, I know there's a couple things. I was, the Edmonton, but yeah, Kiki Planet. I definitely mm-hmm. want to check that out. Well, hopefully everybody will check it out. Yeah, yeah check definitely out, recommend check that out website. Kikiplanet dot com. Mm. It's a great. So what website. is it like? Uh, just oh, it's like its purpose. I understand what you guys explained, but like, what's on the website right now? Well, fuck, I answered my own question. I'll go find out. Uh, well, I've got it right here. Right now, right. <clears throat> um, she's got. Uh, she she tries to do a feature article on on a, a girl and a guy in Edmonton, mm-hmm. uh, the woman to watch and the man about town, um, and. Uh, Movember's Power Couple is one of the articles <laughs> yeah. that she has up there with uh, Carrie Skelton and uh, uh, City TV's Breakfast Television uh, Edmonton host Ryan Jesperson. Oh, really? So the two of them, uh, yeah, Movember Power Couple. Um, also, Renee Mayer uh, is uh, somebody that's highlighted there. So it's just basically kind of getting to know people in uh, Edmonton. Edmonton, in yep. Alberta, yep. and uh, and also just sort of a, a, a hub so that people can get connected people can come and sort of uh, chat about like-minded individuals yeah and i think oh, she has cool. an events calendar on there as well for yeah. edmonton events she she does have a blog where she writes about uh specific issues so it's, it's actually a really interesting website to, to visit that's excellent and she, always just trying to look for uh fundraising opportunities i think is a major yes major aspect of it like define like what do you mean like fundraising like well she's, she's got this uh, i really or? like this she's got this christmas challenge yes. that she's uh put out to everybody uh, and sort of uh, that's fed by by social media mainly by twitter and the idea is just that everybody's got christmas uh, uh, uh christmas parties and uh things that they do with the either the staff of wherever they work or just with friends you know you're having a bunch of people over for a new year's party or something like that she just says over the holiday season take the opportunity whenever people are gathering together to make it into uh, a fundraiser for somebody or like uh let my friend greg lupel uh the lead singer of to kill mockingbird here in town he always has a christmas party every year last year they had one family in particular uh that uh, basically had no presence under the tree with kids in the family and everything and so everybody that uh, the admission to the party was you had to donate a gift you had to put that Beautiful. under history yeah, this year He's making the party bigger, and he's making it for two different families. That's, That's excellent. Awesome. So just the, and the the challenge, the Christmas challenge that Kiki put out is just to do that w- uh, with your own parties, whether it's your staff party or just gathering with a few friends. Do a little something for the food bank, for a family in need, for the SPCA, whatever. It's, the it's, SPCA, it's all about for the it's center of hope. We can yeah. all make yeah. a difference. Every single person can make a difference. Well, to me, like the whole, when we did when we made the decision to do. Um, when we partnered up with Sound Obsessions to do Film Fear and the, basically Sound Obsessions asked us they're like well like how are we going to do a mission what are we going to do and me and Tito was like well we're not in it to make any money nor do we care about it we just want to do the project and they're like well we don't really care about like we don't want to pay for this we're giving you this money right. to, to put off the event and, and do it so that's when we said well it's going to be free admission and that's when I was like well why, why let's do something else like that's people and that's when I came up with the idea of, of food bank donations mm-hmm. right a, just because that's it's usually the quickest, the easiest. It's very simple. Give a food bank donation, we drop it off to the food bank and the time of need, right? And it, to me, like that made so much sense where now that uh, me and Tito, if any ever any event that we're putting off, that we're going to try 
all obviously it's all up to the sponsor, but we're going to try as much in our power to do have a free admission, and all proceeds go to um, go to a charity of, of our choice. So uh, I like that. Uh, I like your connection with the food bank. I want to bring up the Todski challenge. Yeah, as well. I was going to bring that up if you didn't, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so kudos to Todski right here, as I call him uh, the the Fort Mac champion of the food bank. <laughs> the uh, there's an, I posted the, pretty much the update on, on the blog on Wyman Podcast. You can go check it out. But in a nutshell, basically. There's a running joke between, namely, Eric on Twitter, where I always hashtag myself. I think I did it once out of a joke. I, I refer to myself to third person just to get someone smiling, just to... If, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. I get someone laughing at how much of an idiot I am, then, hey, I've accomplished a goal. <laughs> I've maybe lightened someone's day, right? <laughs> so I did it once on Twitter, and Eric was just like, you're not allowed to hashtag yourself, and if someone tells me I can't do something, I'm just going to go ahead <laughs> and do, do it that. anyway. You're like John Locke. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me what I can't do. So I think uh, Eric, actually, kudos to him, uh, 29 years on Twitter, he started the whole uh, corporate challenge uh, for the food bank he said uh, challenge anyone that uses twitter and fort mac to donate 20 bucks to the food bank i think i just upped it to 50 just because i think i i had that cat but yeah i, I donated some money right on it, it's a perfect idea it was awesome but i put uh, totsky hash uh, pound totsky donates however much money i think i put in 50 bucks and he made the comment of there you go using your your name hashtag again and that's when i came up with the idea of five bucks originally it was going to put 10 because i'm absolutely <laughs> crazy but <laughs> the uh no it was cool i thought it was a really neat idea and we're gonna the wyman podcast is gonna be doing it again for something special we i've got an idea in my head that i'm just hashing out with you yep. right now so look, right. look forward to more twitter challenges for charities oh, i love that awesome. i love that, that and what great. your your total ended up being you said uh it was about 360 from all the the hashtags. Was 72 people from what i counted a couple of people were at one point, someone tweeted Ashton Kusher, and I'm like, hey, it's a good this thing he's not, he's not using his own Twitter anymore. <laughs> I'm like, this is just getting crazy. And like, at first, I was like, whoa, whoa, if he actually re- re- like retweets this, I'm, I'm toast. Right? <laughs> you're going to have to put that addendum <laughs> well, in there. Well, no, and that's why I was just like, come on, guys. Like, this is just, it's for, yeah. you're, you're, yeah. you're overloading the, the, what I was just, the point I was trying to make, right? And I'm like, kind of hit me there. I'm like, no well, good I'm, deed, right? Well, no, I'm yeah. just like, is that another one of those no good that deed I'm supposed to know when in Rome or something? <laughs> 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 you have no platitudes in your in your brain, but <laughs> but no, I, like just with that, I realized that what the purpose of fine print lawyers were for for the simplest Absolutely. things. I was like, oh, okay, but yeah, it was uh, ended up being seventy two people that tweeted that used pound uh, pound Totsky, so it came out to like three hundred sixty bucks. But before then, I also said that I would donate fifty and I'll put in fifty for the Wyman podcast. So I think it came to like. 460 I was like if I fucking just here's 500 yeah that, that's right? what so I love about it is you start at 50 you put out the challenge it ends up being what 360 then you add your 50 then you add your 50 from YMN podcast and yeah. then you're like mm, that's not enough that's, well, I'm just, just going to bump it up why a little not round bit it up let's just round it off round number right? $500 <laughs> no big deal that's awesome that's it is awesome. terrific it's terrific and uh, like I've always said like the food bank especially this time of year like uh, I've researched my passion for food everyone deserves to have a fucking meal <laughs> especially this time of year and, and their, their goal of to feed every man, woman, and child yep. in the Buffalo region just brings music to my ears. So yeah, it's absolutely. definitely going towards a good yeah. cause. So. Um, I mean, jokes aside, uh, with uh, it being about food, it's not just about food either. They mm. are always in need of uh, toiletries. Yeah, yeah personal hygiene. The, the bare necessities, yeah. I always absolutely. call it. Yeah. yeah, everything that you need to, yeah. to get through the day in your home. No, absolutely. Yeah. They, they yeah. do wonders, absolute wonders. And they that's do. why I love watching this. Uh, what's the actual. Th- Syncrude Food Drive, I think, is what it's actually yeah. called like, yeah. this weekend. Yeah. The numbers are just incredible. Started I've been with that watching corporate it challenge on Thursday, and it's was, going. I think yeah, right tense. until tomorrow, right? Yeah, and so um, I mean, uh, by the time this gets out onto the Wyman podcast, they they will be done their drive at every grocery mm. store yeah. where they're at right now. 
volunteering, as yep. we've talked about already, but just because the food bank doesn't have a drive or just because an organization doesn't Anytime. have a drive going yeah. doesn't mean that they're going to say no to your money or no. your donations. No. They'll never say no. And, and I've actually had the opportunity to go in and tour the food bank and to talk to their executive director. They do amazing work. And I actually, I had had no idea of how complex it was. Yeah. And it is. It's, it's mm-hmm. you know, I went in and they were, they were sorting something from one drive and there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of bags of food that all needed yeah. to be sorted. And I yeah. thought this is, this is phenomenal. Well, what we did, like it's, it's, you're right. The logistics behind it is absolutely incredible. Like for the film fear food drive, like we literally just brought all these literally mm-hmm. hundreds of bags. It was just like, here you go. It's all going to be sorted, counted, right. put into shelves. Like expiry they, dates they, checked. All of that. They stuff do has wonderful, wonderful done. work. And that's why our, like I said, I, I really like supporting them, especially at this time of year. So, mm-hmm. look for more. Uh, look for more Twitter challenges from the YMN Podcast and me. Awesome. Uh, so follow. You can follow at YMN Podcast or follow at Todsky. I'm, I'm on Twitter. Probably much more than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I've been using it as text lately, and I got to stop doing that because I don't check it. Like I don't get alerts on my phone. I got to physically go yeah. in and, and check, check it. I'm just like I'm going to miss something one of these days. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely check it out. But no, it was it was a fun little thing, um, and I I took great pride in it. it was, I, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was great. Like I said, as soon as someone tweeted Ashley Kushner, I'm like, oh shit, I got yeah, <laughs> I better start getting the fine print out. But everyone got the message. It's the point of uh, having a good time. So. It was it was community building. Is mm-hmm. what I loved about it. Is is it engaged people? It got people involved. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was the Twitter community. That's still part of the community. Absolutely. So it's community building, and Absolutely. that's what I love. I about think that. one of this this like what did I, have? I think me and you came up with it. Or I was telling you, I was like, this little movement needs a name or something like that. This new generation of positive Fort Mac uprising yep, or whatever you right. want to call what? it. I think Twitter is a very good outlet for that. Like, it is. I tell everyone, like, jump on Twitter and follow the Pound YMM hashtag. Like, you'll see. You'll see the people that use Twitter, and not everyone uses the pound YMN in every fucking tweet, but you'll see the people that are, and it's very bonding. Tweet ups, tweet that's ups. huge. Yeah. Tomorrow's tweet up, which will be yesterday's tweet up by the time people <laughs> hear this, it, that's that's unheard of. Like a mayor of a town is just going to sit down with a bunch of people from a social media network. Yeah, that's, no, right. that's a huge that, deal. That's to me, that's unreal. Like, I think it's great that we have such a, a vibrant young mayor that is involved that Agreed. much in all generations Absolutely. that live Agreed. in this community. Absolutely, and like it's not like that's just one part of it. You get like great cup tweet ups that Cass was in like you're there with the commissioner of, of the CFL like how yeah. cool is this like to me Twitter is, is the future Twitter is the current like it's it's screw Facebook jump on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> uh, Facebook is I, I liken Facebook to sort of like high school social media like it's that's that's where you, you know you go to just do your strictly socializing whereas yeah. I exactly. think Twitter really has this power this force of, mm-hmm. I mean yeah sure you get people using their 140 characters to not really say anything I do that a lot well everyone yeah. does but, but then you can yeah. also so easily get these YMM tweet ups together and I, I think we should uh, uh, jump into this KikiPlanet.com uh, Christmas challenge for tomorrow's for tomorrow's tweet up maybe we can have an update when you put the the, the uh, podcast up on Tuesday what are you, what are you thinking this, I'm thinking food bank donations everybody everyone should, bring uh, a food bank donation I think we some get people already are, are thinking of bringing some cash uh, yeah, because yeah. the donations or whatever so, so is the food bank going to be there like I'm trying uh, to figure out where I got to put my money for the from the challenge well, I was they, just going to go down to the office and be like if they aren't people can give it to me and I will run away run away quickly um, I will deliver Teresa's in Mexico the last few months where'd she go <laughs> the, um, and um, but yeah, I think that's a great idea. And maybe what no, uh, when I do when I get home is I'll put it out on Twitter that uh, yeah. you know if, well, if you can. You got- yeah, we'll spread the word to yeah. everybody. Who's, I'll probably uh, cut if you're this part to the out tweet on up. the podcast, but because this is all going to air afterwards. But between the three of us tweeting it as of now Let's for the next it. couple for yeah. the next couple hours, it'll definitely get the word out, right? Yeah. But what I will say is definitely jump on Twitter. I think part of this Fort Mac, Fort Mac community building is definitely Twitter. I think plays a major role. 
So Twitter.com, it's very easy to sign up. I've got, I can count, like, I can't count on my hands and feet about how many people started out Twitter, says this is stupid, I can't get a hold of it, that now use it very, very regularly. Give it a shot, take some time getting used to. I'm thinking about making like a video. How do you use Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's, I think it's such a tremendous tool, and it's definitely a part of this whole movement too. So that's cool, man. How you guys feeling? Yeah, good. Feeling sure. good now. Anything feeling like a lot is off of our chests about <laughs> this. Uh, yep. The last few uh, Edmonton Sun articles that uh, don't paint us in the best light. No, and but I really would like. Uh, Vassy kind of touched on it, but I would really like a reporter to come in and actually focus on this. How people love this town. Like I guess they've already have, but and how we're defending it now. Because mm-hmm. what mind boggled me when I got into that f- that Facebook fight was when he said, "I can't believe people are actually defending it." It's uh, it, I. It's something new to them, I guess. Like maybe they're shocked that they're doing it, but and it's, it seems uh, like maybe so so much outspoken about it. Like you guys writing articles for Kiki Plant, mm-hmm. like this is definitely one way of doing it. I like to see the podcast going out there more. Maybe it is. I'm not too sure, right? Like just the more of the outspoken uprising or the movement about people. Like this is what our town is. We're actually going to start defending it. We're actually yeah, not so much start. I know they always have, but well, well I think that's a, it's a huge counter movement that's kind of happening right I think now. So too. That uh, yeah, in two respects, I think I think there's one about the people of Fort McMurray and the perception of the town itself and all the, yeah. the the problems that seem to be so prevalent, even though you don't see them when you live here and walk down the street. And then the other thing is the the oil sands themselves and yes. how dangerous they are to the environment and how all these uh, you know facts and statistics are spouted out and yet at the same time um, nobody really wants to talk about reclamation efforts yeah. and, right. uh, and how uh, we've got some serious research and development going into bettering Billions extraction processes we do. We do. nobody Billions. wants to everybody uh, I've seen everybody sort of talks about that image of Fort McMurray as you, you take a look at the former mines where they're covered in the kind of like silt sand and yeah. it looks like devastation to the, the environment to nature. And, yeah. and it's just like if you zoomed out 20 feet, you'd also notice that we, that's a tiny dot surrounded by a forest of green, the boreal forest, yeah. one of the world's largest forests. Yeah. And that's not going anywhere. And it's growing in the oil that was already there to begin with. Yeah. And, uh, and also, you know, not to mention SAGD and uh, all the different all other the efforts other that, that aren't that clear cutting that's exactly. right. the that's forest. Right. And yeah. th- nobody wants to see a little outfit of, you know, two or three industrial well, buildings yeah. Yeah. and a few trucks That's out right. there when they can show that picture of a former yeah. mine that yeah. looks bad. Yeah. I, no, think, exactly. I think what's significant is that both the community and the industry have gotten much better at transmitting a message to the mm-hmm. world, a positive message and to countering some of the negative messages. Absolutely. I think for a long time, um, that negative message was out there and it wasn't being countered. And, and now I think there is a push to not necessarily you know, say, oh, Everything that's negative about us is wrong. But to say, yes, we have problems. This is what we're doing. And these are the good things going on in our industry. Absolutely. This is the good thing going on in our community. And that's what we need to do. That's the message we have to start getting out. And I think it kind of caught us, uh, and I use us generally, off guard here in the, in the region. I mean, I know there's always kind of been a stigma, but it was always just like, okay, well, we'll just grin and bear it. They don't know what they're talking And now it's getting kind of serious, real accusations being pointed at us. And we're scrambling going... We need to get the truth out there. Whether yes. people are believing it or not, we need to express this. You'd hear me and Tito talk about it a lot where uh, Tito's very much like, Todd, why are you starting fights? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? <laughs> His mentality, I think, is a bit of an older school mentality. of, And I believe like there's always been that form of Murray pride. I believe it always has been there. Mm-hmm. But it's always been that, like, oh, fuck, let them talk about like, what they want. Like, exactly what you said. Yeah. Let, them yes. talk, let them say what they yeah. want to say. We know the truth is, is, is differently. That's right. And to me, like I said, I don't think 
I don't think that's good enough some of the time. Or well, most and of the I, time. I don't think it's good, good enough, enough anymore. It's not that's good enough opinion. anymore. Like, and I've, that, I've had people say that yeah. to me. I've had people say, well, we know it's good here. So, you know, why, why should we care? Why should we play to the haters? I think that it why is should we care what effect. other people say? And I think the point is, we're actually still trying to attract things like professionals to this community. That's we just need it. new doctors. What new doctor is going to say, I'm going to move to Fort McMurray and raise my mm-hmm. kids. If yeah. the headlines they're reading is Fort, Fort Mac, Mac Drug Hooker Capital. Yeah, exactly. They're going to pick to come here. To be a physician, yeah. to bring their families. That's why we have to get that positive message out there. And <laughs> That's not exactly ignored. the point that yeah. I was going to make. Is no, that yeah. I think for a while there, it wasn't really having uh, any effect other than hurting some feelings. Yeah. Whereas now, it's like you said, now. it's keeping people that this community could really use and or need Desperate from means. coming here because they are not even batting an eye at the option of moving to Fort exactly. Mac because it's Canada's right. black eye and it's That's the hooker right. drug prostitution capital of canada yeah i laugh just which is it's all about how like you take a more professional approach like Teresa and yourself about and doing like oh yeah this is like out, out, what i call it outspoken professionalism where tito always just like todd you just start making fun of people and insulting them right <laughs> i'm like well i guess someone so, someone's got to get into the ditch and I got, i'm more than happy to, to fight dirty but i don't well, know as, as long as people know like <laughs> where the insults come from no that's not the proper term but like I do got a passion for this community, and yeah, I'm going to say shit. I'm going to argue, and I'm going to sound probably like an idiot most of the time, like I usually do. But the point is, I, I'd like to try to. Well, I give this an outlet for you guys to come and, and exactly <laughs> do the proper way of fighting. Well, just clear well, no, the path. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think you should use the term proper way no. because I mean, uh, you're talking. Uh, it, it, we're, we're both trying to do the same thing, and uh, I think any effort to try and yeah. school people a little bit. Yeah. on what's, what it's really like in Fort McMurray is, is a good thing. Move in the right Agreed. direction. No matter what your tactics are, and, and I like your tactics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, I wish Tito was here to he'd go on to some rant about, well, you just got to be more adult about it. <laughs> <laughs> what's the fun in that, really? What, uh, it wouldn't be the same if, if it was... Uh, Todsky and Tito and you guys were you know clones of each other yeah exactly <laughs> it, it just I mean, there's an entertainment work. value going on <laughs> absolutely here, so, uh, regular odd couples <laughs> and no props to your props to your Mario and Luigi and Snap Magazine December edition oh yes, yes. yes. I got a picture that's pretty I gotta picture. pick it up yeah well I, I, they sent them to me I posted them on the yeah. on the Facebook uh, yeah. film fair because you and Ashley are on there we were missing a witch though she didn't get her picture taken no no I don't know Maybe they didn't think she was a witch. They're just like, why is she wearing a pointy hat? Because she tries to not get her photo taken whenever she can. <laughs> she a, tries I, to stay out I of I think photos. there's only one photo of yourself on uh, McMurray Musings. And there's no photo. Oh, of you there might be one from, me, from the back. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Of the uh, Keanu Gala. Yeah. The, um, but no, like I said, there's this movement, this uprising. I think we just need to name like the Fort Mac Justice League or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll just work. Justice so League Assemble. <laughs> I, I think the name's been taken, but we might have to come up with something new. Yeah, we'll just put the we'll, we'll shoot the Todsky uh, logo <laughs> up on the clouds of Fort McMurray, and everyone will come running. That's right. <laughs> That's tro- Someone on the social media outlet is making fun of or <laughs> trashing Fort Mac. <laughs> to Twitter, <laughs> to <everyone>. the red <laughs> Twitter Assemble. Yeah. He throws on his superhero costume and runs to the laptop. <laughs> That's yeah. right. It'll be like a slow walk, you get all sweaty and shit. <laughs> the, um, it's been absolutely incredible. I've always liked having you guys on. Uh, I can never say this enough, uh, definitely for the people out there listening. This is what Fort McMurray is all about. You're you're listening to three people that call this place home and people that are very proud to do it. The uh, there's all all jokes aside, 
it's a passionate town, and that's just what I absolutely love about it. And you're listening to two people that aren't normally on the show that are very much going to be more a part of the show and are definitely a part of this community. Guys, uh, on behalf of Tito and myself, thank you very much. No, just for everything here. you guys thank do you. as happy well. Like the, the blog has been absolutely incredible. You've gone leaps and bounds within the last year. Went places I never expected it to go. I didn't anticipate it to have the reaction um, it's gotten or the support that it's received. So yeah. I'm incredibly grateful, actually, for what the support the city has given me absolutely absolutely incredible Um, and i'm grateful for for having this podcast around and i just love that uh, we started uh beaking off on on facebook and on twitter about these issues these articles and all todsky had to say is let's podcast this (laughs) and i'm in i'm there i'm there absolutely the uh uh, so Teresa, where can they find you where can they find more of you uh they can find me at www.mcmurraymusings.blogspot.com and hopefully in the future we can narrow down the blog spot just be We've talked about that, yeah. <laughs> I'll edit that part out. Steve. Uh, Steve Reeve from, from Mix 103.7, uh, affectionately known as Stevenings. Stevenings, yeah. I love it. <laughs> uh, and, uh, with the, this article on kikiplanet.com, check that out as well. It's, it'll be on my blog at Mix, uh, mix 1037fm.com as well. And I can tell you guys right now... Uh, uh, Look forward to more uh, Wyman Podcasts and Steve Reeve uh, uh, collaborations in the future. I want to get on a Cinephiles. That's there for sure. you go. <laughs> uh, on behalf of Tito, I'm Todsky. Uh, for the Wyman Podcast, wow, I completely fucked that up. Uh, <laughs> why do I That's keep because you don't shit? have I'm Tito. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Todsky. Okay. <laughs> All right. So for the Wyman Podcast, on behalf of Tito, I'm Todsky. I'm Teresa. I'm Steve. We'll see you next set. YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck.